Fiscal Update is a compilation of brief news articles published by the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency throughout each month. The articles cover actions taken at meetings of state boards and commissions, news releases from state agencies, updates on the status of the state budget, reports on audits of state and local government, and other items of interest to legislators and their constituents. If you would like to receive email notifications when individual Fiscal Update articles are published, please go to www.legis.iowa.gov slash subscribe. Or you can follow us on Twitter at Iowa LSA. To view all charts and graphs coinciding with these reports, please go to the Iowa General Assembly website at www.legis.iowa.gov. Click on the Publications tab at the top and then click on Fiscal Analysis in the gray area to the left. Under Fiscal Publications, click on Fiscal Update and search for a particular report. Fiscal Update, Fiscal Services Division, May 5, 2016. Veterans Trust Fund Update. Fund Balance. As of April 30, 2016, the Veterans Trust Fund Balance is $24.2 million. The total principal balance after the lottery transfer is $23.8 million. The total spendable portion of the trust fund balance, including the interest income, donations, and lottery transfer, is approximately $269,000. Expenditures to date for fiscal year 2016 have totaled approximately $218,000. Assistance Categories Assistance categories are established in Iowa Code Section 35A.13, Subsection 6, and in 801 Iowa Administrative Code Chapter 14. Examples of permissible expenditures including housing repairs, emergency medical care, dental expenses, eyeglasses, hearing aids, prescriptions, automobile repair, and other items. More information, additional information on historical income and expenditures can be found in the Issue Review Overview of Iowa Veterans Programs. The staff contact for this fiscal update is Kent Ohms, Legislative Analyst 2 for the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-725-2200. Fiscal Update, Fiscal Services Division, May 12, 2016. State Soil Conservation Meeting. Meeting, the State Soil Conservation Committee met on May 5th in Des Moines. The following was discussed at the meeting. Dr. Kathleen DeLate, Professor, Extension, Organic Ag Specialist, provided a special presentation on organic farming in Iowa. Iowa is the fifth largest organic producer in the country. Vince Sitzman, Department of Agriculture and Land Stewardship, or DALS, provided an overview of the National Association of State Conservation Agencies meeting that was held in Des Moines on April 26th through 28th. Meeting topics included climate change, nutrient loss reduction, and an overview of the water quality initiative. Susan Kozak, DALS, discussed the issues related to an abandoned mine shaft on the south side of Des Moines. The land had a single mine shaft that was 200 feet deep and a 40-foot tree had fallen into the collapsed area and disappeared. The department worked with the city of Des Moines to fix the problem and the area is back to normal. The Mines and Minerals Bureau has funds available for emergencies and the city had the personnel and equipment to restore the area. Jim Gillespie, Soil Conservation Director Administrator, discussed the monies that were appropriated by the Iowa Legislature in fiscal year 2017 and also organized a planning committee meeting to begin discussions for the fiscal year 2018 budget requests. This meeting was scheduled for May 10th in Des Moines. June Tour. The June meeting will be held in the Lake Okoboji area on June 20th and the committee will meet with the Conservation Districts of Iowa Board. 
The following day, interested persons can participate in a tour of the area. Additional information. For additional information, refer to the committee website. The staff contact for this fiscal update is Deb Kozell, Senior Legislative Analyst for the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-281-6767. Fiscal Update, Fiscal Services Division, May 16, 2016. State Appeal Board Meeting. Meeting. The State Appeal Board met on May 2, 2016 in Des Moines. The Board took the following actions. Approved payment of approximately $99,000 in general claims filed under Iowa Code Chapter 25, including one claim for an outdated invoice for consultation and training services to the Sac and Fox Tribe of the Mississippi in Iowa for approximately $55,000. The board denied payment of one general claim for $50. Approved payment of five tort claims filed under Iowa Code Chapter 669 for approximately $59,000. The board denied payment of tort claims totaling approximately $1.2 million. Settlements. The board approved two settlements for a total of $455,000 resulting from two lawsuits alleging medical negligence by the University of Iowa Hospitals and Clinics. Judgments. The State Appeal Board also approved a judgment of $12,300 resulting from a First Amendment claim regarding the application of the Iowa Department of Corrections mail, telephone, and visitation policies toward inmates. The next meeting. The next meeting of the Board is scheduled for June 7, 2016 in Des Moines. The staff contact for this fiscal update is Christine Meckler, Legislative Analyst for the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-281-6561. Fiscal Update, Fiscal Services Division, May 19, 2016. State Child Care Advisory Committee May Meeting. Meeting, the State Child Care Advisory Committee met on May 12, 2016 in West Des Moines. The following topics were covered and presented on. Kids Count Report. The committee received a presentation from Mike Crawford of the Child and Family Policy Center about the Kids Count 2014 report on the trends in the well-being of Iowa children. Data is examined at the county, substate, state, and national level. The substate levels are divided by rural counties, 45, small urban counties, 45, and metropolitan counties, 9. Indicators measured fall in the areas of public health, education, human services, Census Bureau data, and other economic indicators. Many indicators presented in the data book have shown improvement from 2000 to 2014. Data discussed at the meeting included infant mortality, child deaths, and teen deaths have all decreased. The majority of deaths for child and teens are attributable to automobile accidents, but suicide is trending upwards. Teen birth rates are dropping. Mothers receiving health care in the first trimester has increased to almost 84%, which Mr. Crawford attributed to being driven by older mothers. Low birth weight is increasing, which was attributed to younger mothers. Percent of children using the WIC program has decreased. Fourth grade proficient reading scores have decreased slightly, but eighth grade proficient math scores have increased. High school graduation rates have improved. Free and reduced price lunch eligibility has increased 55.5% since 2000. The number of individuals receiving food assistance has increased 205.2%. Preschool enrollment has increased 8.1%. Single parent families have increased by 23.7%, but Iowa at 30.8% of single parent families with children is still below the national average of 34.8%. 
and child poverty rate increased 44% since 2000 to 15.5%. Overall, health indicators are doing well, but all other indicators are mixed. The 2015 data is anticipated to be released in July. Child and Adult Care Food Program. Robin Holtz from the Department of Education, or DE, presented on the Federal Child and Adult Care Food Program. The program covers partial reimbursement for serving healthy meals. Currently, a federal reauthorization has led to large program changes which are currently taking place. Emergency Preparedness. Tammy Foley with the Department of Human Services, or DHS, Melissa Jewell with Mid-Sue Opportunity, and Heidi Hotvet with the Department of Public Health, or DPH, gave a presentation on the Federal Requirements in Child Care and Development Block Grant, or CCDBG, relating to emergency preparedness. A guide is being designed to be a tool and template for providers to use, but it will not be a mandated format. Child Care Resource and Referral, or CCR&R, will be having trainings with district's emergency response directors in June and then will host webinars for CCR&R consultants. Once this is complete, webinars for county emergency managers will be held, who will then be contacted by the local CCR&R consultants to work with local emergency managers about established plans. Work Groups The community broke into work groups to discuss future plans in the following areas. Assistance Work Group Review eligibility expansion, provider rates, infant toddler ratios and rates, nanny care and night shift needs. Regulatory Work Group Review the infant toddler care ratios and reimbursement rates in Iowa and other states. Review different licensing mechanism for half-day and after-school programs. Review differences in the Consolation Guide, CCR&R, and DHS checklist for providers. Examine underserved populations in the program such as non-English speaking clients and night shift care. Reports and updates. Written and oral updates were provided covering the recent legislative session. DHS, DPH, and DE. Highlights included DHS reaching around 1,000 providers in the process of creating the new state plan and administrative rules process and the DPH discussing the recent rise of baby boxes in eastern Iowa. July meeting. The next meeting of the committee will be in July. The staff contact for this fiscal update is Kent Ohms, Legislative Analyst 2, with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-725-2200. Fiscal update. Fiscal Services Division, May 19, 2016. Natural Resource Commission meeting. Meeting. The Natural Resource Commission met on May 12th in Des Moines. The following was discussed at the meeting. Paul Taki, Forestry Bureau Chief, provided information on the challenges of operating the state forest nursery that is located in Ames. The nursery produces bare root seedlings that are purchased by landowners in large quantities and planted to prevent soil erosion, protect water quality, and improve habitat. During the 1990s, the nursery sold between 3 and 5 million seedlings each year and the expenditures for operating the nursery were covered by the revenue generated from sales of nursery stock. Currently, the annual demand for seedlings is around 1 million and the decrease in sales has made it difficult to pay for expenditures. The Department of Natural Resources, or DNR, is submitting an administrative rule change to increase the price of nursery stock to cover some of the revenue shortfall. The department will also make changes to operations to reduce expenditures. The commission approved the proposed rule. Mark Sedlmayer, Law Enforcement, asked to amend and extend a contract with 
Kalkami Enterprises, which provides online event registration for DNR educational events. This includes the Hunter Education Program that provides 300 classes for approximately 10,000 students each year. The contract was extended. Travis Baker, Land and Water Bureau Chief, asked for approval to purchase 10 acres of Harrison County that is adjacent to the Piscaw unit of the Lus Hills State Forest Nursery. The purchase of the land will provide public access for hunting and other recreational activities. The purchase price was $18,500 and funding was from the Open Spaces account in the Resource Enhancement and Protection or REAP fund. The purchase was approved. June tour. The June 9th meeting will be held in Webster County although the exact location has not been determined. A tour of projects in Webster County will be held on June 8th additional information. For additional information, refer to the committee website. The staff contact for this fiscal update is Deb Kozell, Senior Legislative Analyst with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-281-6767. Fiscal Update, Fiscal Services Division, May 24, 2016. Environmental Protection Commission Meeting. Meeting, the Environmental Protection Commission, or EPC, met on May 17th in Des Moines. The following contracts were approved by the Commission. A contract extension with Gresham, Smith, and Partners for $141,000 to provide assistance and training to the Department of Natural Resources, or DNR staff, and the Environmental Management Systems, or EMS, Council. The contract will be paid with funding from the solid waste tonnage that is deposited into the Solid Waste Alternatives Program, or SWAP. A contract for $30,000 with the University of Northern Iowa Waste Reduction Center to provide technical assistance and training for the Iowa Waste Exchange Program. The contract will be paid with funding from the solid waste tonnage that is deposited into the SWAP. A contract not to exceed $300,000 with Iowa State University or ISU for Geographic Information Systems or GSI work. The contract will be paid with federal funds and GIS infrastructure funds. Four contracts with the University of Iowa State Hygienic Laboratory. $535,000 for ambient stream water quality monitoring with funding from the Environment First Fund or EFF appropriation for water quality monitoring. $27,000 for state park beach monitoring with funding from the EFF appropriation for water quality monitoring. $250,000 for safe drinking water microsystems analytical support with funding from the state revolving loan fund. And $496,000 for environmental monitoring and laboratory services with funding from a federal environmental performance partnership grant. Air quality fee. The commission approved the air quality fee schedule that includes reducing the federal Title V emission fee from $70 per ton to $67.50 per ton. Rule Notice. The Commission approved a Notice of Intended Action for a rule that would change the Iowa Anti-Degradation Implementation Procedure. The DNR received a petition for rulemaking from the Iowa Association of Municipal Utilities, Iowa League of Cities, and the Iowa Association of Business and Industry. Easter Lake Tour. After the meeting was adjourned, the Commission members toured the Easter Lake Watershed Project in Des Moines. This is the largest urban watershed project in Iowa that covers 6,380 acres. The land use in the watershed is 45% urban, 25% grassland, 14% forest, 13% cropland, and 3% other. Easter Lake Park is under the jurisdiction of the Polk County Conservation Board. 
but there are numerous partners involved in the watershed project. They include the City of Des Moines, the Department of Agriculture and Land Stewardship, the DNR, the Federal Natural Resource Conservation Service, the Polk County Soil and Water Conservation District, and the local Easter Lake Stakeholder Steering Committee. The park receives approximately 400,000 visitors per year, and it is estimated there will be more than 1 million visitors per year after all of the projects have been completed. This will include building a trail that will connect Easter Lake Park to the county soccer park. For more information on the Easter Lake Watershed Project, refer to the website. Additional information. For additional information, refer to the EPC website. The staff contact for this fiscal update is Deb Kozell, Senior Legislative Analyst with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-281-6767. Fiscal Update. Fiscal Services Division, May 25, 2016. Water Resource Coordinating Council Meeting. Meeting. The Water Resource Coordinating Council, or WRCC, met on May 12th in Altoona. The meeting was called to order by Bill Northey, Secretary of Agriculture. Some of the items discussed included state programs. The Department of Agriculture and Land Stewardship, or DALS, announced on May 11th that applications for statewide cost share funds were being accepted. Funding from the Water Quality Initiative will pay $25 per acre to landowners planting cover crops for the first time and $15 per acre for landowners previously planting cover crops. Other practices eligible for cost share funding include no-till or strip-till at $10 per acre or using a nitrification inhibitor at $3 per acre when applying fertilizer. The Department of Natural Resources reported that over 80 permits have been issued to municipalities to address point source pollution. This is an increase of 20 permits based on initial estimates. An update on a watershed tour held in Minnesota last year was presented by Evan DelVal and Vanessa Fixmer Orays. Federal Programs Conservation Initiative Grant applications are due May 31, 2016. The grants are awarded for projects that have innovative practices or technologies. In 2015, Iowa was awarded seven grants. Conservation Reserve Program, or CRP, it was reported that over 800,000 new acres were enrolled in the federal CRP this year and over 128,000 acres were enrolled in Iowa. The total number of acres at the national level was lowered from $30 million to $24 million in the last federal farm bill, so some applicants were not approved due to the lower cap. Larry Weber, Iowa Institute of Hydraulic Research, or IIHR, University of Iowa, provided an update on the Federal Iowa Watershed Approach Grant that was awarded by the Department of Housing and Urban Development for a statewide watershed improvement program. The grant was awarded to reduce flood risk, improve water quality, increase resilience, provide a collaborative approach, and to develop a program that can be replicated and used by others. WPAC Update. Claire Lindell, Director of the Conservation Districts of Iowa, announced that she was the new chairperson of the Watershed Planning Advisory Council and that the next meeting would be held on July 13th. Measures Subcommittee. Upon adjournment of WRCC, Dr. John Lawrence, Iowa State University, chaired the Measures Subcommittee. Additional information. For additional information, refer to the WRCC website. The staff contact for this fiscal update is Deb Kozell, Senior Legislative Analyst with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-281-6767. 
Fiscal Update, Fiscal Services Division, May 25, 2016. Public Safety Advisory Board Meeting. Meeting, the Public Safety Advisory Board, or PSAB, met May 18, 2016 in the Jesse Parker Building on the State Capitol Complex. Issues from Governor's Working Group. Several considerations for system reform were brought before the Governor's Working Group on Justice Reform during 2015. The topics listed were not part of the final recommendations presented to the Governor, but were referred to the PSAB for further consideration. The topics included robbery, mandatory minimums, powder crack, cocaine penalty sentencing disparities, penalty enhancements for kidnappings, risk assessments for drug traffickers, Elimination of mandatory minimums for low-level drug offenses. Elimination of sentence enhancement for second or subsequent drug offenses. Low-level drug thresholds currently charged as intent to deliver. Prison alternatives for low-level drug offenders. And decriminalization of marijuana possession. In addition to the issues brought before the working group, the board also discussed the topic of driver's license suspensions for reasons unrelated to driving records. During the discussion, several board members suggested different aspects of the topic that could be studied, such as the social and financial impacts of license suspension. The board selected three considerations to designate as priorities for the PSAB to study and consider in 2016. Number one, powder crack cocaine sentencing disparities. Number two, creating and funding alternatives to prison for any low-level offenses. And number three, driver's license suspensions for reasons unrelated to driving records. Updates. The board is considering applying to participate in the National Criminal Justice Reform Project sponsored by the National Criminal Justice Association and the National Governors Association. In fall 2016, up to 20 state teams will convene to discuss key areas of criminal justice reform. Based on that meeting and other activities, up to five states will be selected for in-depth planning and implementation assistance over the next several years. Next meeting. The board is scheduled to meet Wednesday, September 21, 2016 at a location to be determined. The staff contact for this fiscal update is Laura Book, Legislative Analyst for the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-725-0509. Fiscal Update, Fiscal Services Division, May 25, 2016. Iowa Mental Health and Disability Services, or MHDS, Commission Meeting. Joint Meeting. The MHDS Commission met on May 18, 2016. The meeting was a joint meeting between the Commission and the Mental Health Planning and Advisory Council. The purpose of the joint meeting was to inform each group of the other's activities and to coordinate activities and efforts when appropriate. Both the Commission and the Council provided updates on their activities over the past six months and, in addition, Rick Shannon from the Developmental Disabilities Council provided an update on their activities. Olmstead Plan. The Department of Human Services, or DHS, provided a draft of the update to the state's five-year Olmstead Plan. The DHS and the Olmstead Task Force are currently in the process of updating the plan for 2016 through 2020. The goal of the plan is to lay out a framework to ensure people with disabilities of any age receive supports in the most integrated setting consistent with their needs. Community Connections and Supporting Reentry. Caitlin Owens from the University of Iowa Center for Disabilities and Development provided an update on the first round of Community Connections Support Reentry Trainings. The purpose of the trainings was to develop an understanding of the challenges faced by individuals and their families as they reenter the community after incarceration and to establish connections between the corrections and community service systems. 
legislative update. Representative Dave Heaton provided an update on the legislature's activities during the 2016 session to the commission and reviewed funding and policy highlights from House File 2460, Fiscal Year 2017 Health and Human Services Appropriations Act. Next meeting. The next meeting of the MHDS Commission will be Thursday, June 16, 2016 at Polk County River Place. For more information and commission handouts, please visit their webpage. The staff contact for this fiscal update is Jess Benson, Senior Legislative Analyst with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-281-4611. Fiscal Update, Fiscal Services Division, May 25, 2016. Criminal and Juvenile Justice Planning Advisory Council Meeting. Meeting the Criminal and Juvenile Justice Planning or CJJP Advisory Council met May 18, 2016 in the Jesse Parker Building on the State Capitol Complex. Division Update. Kyle Biesner from CJJP reported on several items. The General Assembly passed the Justice System Appropriation Bill, House File 2458, setting a status quo budget for the CJJP in fiscal year 2017. Due to the status quo funding level, the division plans to leave one staff position vacant during fiscal year 2017. The division applied for the Federal Bureau of Justice Statistics Statistical Analysis Center, or SAC, grant. This year, the division is requesting an increased grant of $180,000 to fund several additional projects, including the State Public Defender's Attorney Choice Pilot Project. Kurt Swaim, first Assistant State Public Defender, gave a brief overview of the pilot project. The CJJP will be involved in monitoring the effectiveness of the pilot project. The division plans to apply for a $200,000 grant from the Federal Office of Juvenile Justice and Delinquency Prevention, or OJJDP, to develop a statewide comprehensive strategic plan for juvenile justice reform. On June 15, 2016, the Disproportionate Minority Contract, or DMC, subcommittee will host a conference titled Equal Justice for Juveniles, Developing Action Plans to Reduce Racial and Ethnic Disparities in Juvenile Justice. Representatives from nine Iowa communities have been invited to participate in the event. The conference will include workshops and breakout sessions for local leadership teams to develop DMC action plans for their jurisdictions. Legislative Monitoring Report. Based on the feedback received at prior council meetings, the division plans to make several changes to the Legislative Monitoring Report. Ms. Biesner discussed the changes including decreasing the size of the document by reducing the amount of historical legislative measures highlighted in the report. Those issues no longer highlighted in the report will continue to be monitored by the division. Legislative updates. The council discussed relevant signed legislation from the 2016 session as well as the possibility of increasing its presence at the Capitol during the next legislative session. Issues from Governor's Working Group. Several considerations for system reform were brought before the Governor's Working Group on Justice Reform during 2015. The topics listed were not part of the final recommendations presented to the Governor but were referred to the CJJPAC for further consideration. The CJJPAC voted and adopted a priority order for consideration of the topics statewide adoption of key eyewitness identification reforms, an anti-racial profiling bill, statewide adoption for mandatory recording of custodial interrogations with jury instruction as a penalty for failure to comply. Next meeting, the Advisory Council is scheduled to meet Wednesday, September 21, 2016 
at a location to be determined. The staff contact for this fiscal update is Laura Book, Legislative Analyst with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-725-0509. Fiscal Update, Fiscal Services Division, May 26, 2016, College Student Aid Commission Meeting. Meeting. The College Student Aid Commission met on Friday, May 20, 2016 in Des Moines for a regularly scheduled meeting. The Commission adopted a meeting schedule for fiscal year 2017 and a 2016 through 2018 strategic plan, among other routine items. The Commission also received a presentation from Bankers Trust in regard to trusts that are in place for the Gear Up Iowa programs. Administrative Rules for Post-Secondary Registration The Commission approved notice or adoption of several administrative rules. Most of the discussion centered on the rules for Iowa Administrative Code Chapter 21, Approval of Post-Secondary Schools, Post-Secondary Registration. Emergency Adoption The rules amend Iowa Administrative Code Chapter 21 in general and specifically address registration of Iowa schools wishing to participate in the Interstate Reciprocity Agreement known as SARA, State Authorization Reciprocity Agreement. Because these schools must be able to register under SARA by July or begin registering in each of the other states they wish to serve, paying fees as high as $10,000 per state, the Commission was asked to adopt the amendments as, quote, filed emergency after notice. This will allow the rules to become effective immediately upon the Governor's signature of Senate File 2323, the Education Appropriations Bill, which includes an amendment to another bill upon which the rules amendments are dependent. Further changes proposed. At the meeting, a further proposed revision of the post-secondary registration rules amendment was distributed to Commission members. The representative from the Attorney General's office raised concerns about the process, recommending that the Commission adopt the original amendment as proposed by staff and then consider starting another amendment cycle with the latest proposal. During the discussion, a member noted that the staff had indicated to him that the fees for SARA registration were not projected to cover the Commission's related administrative costs. Chairperson Janet Adams and Executive Director Karen Misjack responded that Commission staff will be better able to project costs after a year of experience with SARA registration and will propose any necessary fee changes at that time. Rules adopted. The Commission voted unanimously to adopt the original proposed amendments to Iowa Administrative Code Chapter 21 and submit them as, quote, filed emergency after notice. The chairperson asked for an indication of willingness to pursue further amendment of the rules at the Commission meeting on July 15, 2016. The members indicated their willingness to do so without objection. Fiscal Year 2017 Budget The Commission adopted the Audit and Finance Committee's proposed budgets for the Operating Fund, State Program Administration, Post-Secondary Registration, Partnership Loan Program, and Federal Grants for Fiscal Year 2017. The budget for administration of state appropriated programs for fiscal year 2017 is $1.5 million. The fiscal year 2017 state appropriation for commission administration is $432,000, leaving an unfunded balance of $1 million. Unfunded administrative costs will be paid from the commission's operating fund. The entire fiscal year 2017 budget totals $17.2 million in expenditures with $14.4 million in revenue, leaving $2.9 million in expenditures to be paid from the operating fund. Training program for counselors. 
the commission approved a two-year contract with the possibility of one-year annual renewals for a Go Alliance Academy subscription with the Southern Regional Educational Board. The cost of the subscription is $17,000 per year. The subscription will provide unlimited access to online courses for Iowa counselors and college access professionals to improve effectiveness in preparing all students for college. The subscription improves training for course facilitators and up to four Area Education Agency or AEA staff will be trained annually. Student Loan Refinancing The Commission authorized the Executive Director to execute an amendment to the Iowa Partnership Loan Program or PLP agreement with the Iowa Student Loan Liquidity Corporation or ISL. The amendment will allow ISL to establish a new loan program for student loan borrowers and parent borrowers to refinance outstanding private or federal student loans. Other action on the partnership loan programs. Between 1998 and 2006, the Commission purchased defaulted private student loans from ISL and performed in-house collection efforts until the elimination of the Federal Family Education Loan Program, or FFELP, when the Commission eliminated its in-house collection staff and placed the portfolio with a third-party collection vendor. The portfolio consists of 988 borrowers with a total of 1,237 loans. Nearly two-thirds of the borrowers have made no payment since 2012 and collections have dwindled. The Commission voted unanimously to authorize staff to notify the collection vendor to cease accrual of interest on defaulted loans effective June 1, 2016. Next meeting. The next meeting of the Commission will be Friday, July 15, 2016 and will be by telephone. Additional information. The Commission's meeting booklet for the May 20th meeting as well as other information related to meetings is available on their website. The staff contact for this fiscal update is Robin Madison, Senior Legislative Analyst with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-281-5270. Fiscal Update Fiscal Services Division, May 27, 2016. Patient-Centered Health Advisory Council May Meeting. Meeting. The Patient-Centered Health Advisory Council met on May 10, 2016 in Des Moines. The following topics were covered and presented on. State Innovation Model SIM Panel. Several topics related to the SIM implementation were presented to the Council, including value-based purchasing, population health and community care coordination C3, statewide alert notification or SWAN system, and community-based performance improvement. Iowa is now in the first of three model test years for SIM implementation. The SIM goals for 2018 are to increase the percentage of adult smokers who have made a quit attempt by 5.1%, decrease the adult obesity prevalence rates by 2.9%, increase the percent of adults with diabetes having two or more A1C tests by 4.1%, reduce preventable emergency department or ED visits by 20%, reduce preventable readmissions by 20%, and increase amount of health care payments linked to value to 50%. Health Insurance Marketplace. The presentation highlighted that the number of people enrolling in the marketplace is continuing to grow. Consumers are becoming more engaged in selecting plans and not taking the default assignment. And information and statistics related to open enrollments 3 and 4 were shown including United Healthcare leaving the marketplace and Wellmark joining. Other business. Also at the meeting the following information was provided. Iowa Medicaid Enterprise gave an update on the Medicaid managed care transition. 
general information was presented and some discussion followed involving recent experiences and best practices for handling issues. The Department of Public Health provided an overview on the recent legislative session for issues pertinent to the Council, and Council recommendations from the last meeting were reviewed and voted on. Most of the items covered in the document were covered by recent legislation, but topics for the next session were discussed as well. The next meeting. The next meeting of the committee will be August 8, 2016 in Des Moines. Additional information including handouts can be obtained from the LSA and on the Council's website. The staff contact for this fiscal update is Kent Ohms, Legislative Analyst 2 with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-725-2200.